Junk Monk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram at Hardens and Hard Hats. And I'm Noah, your co-host, you know from right now. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are picking up where the Drunk Monk podcast left off, hosted by Keiko Agena and Will S. Choi. I was a big fan of their podcast and was really sad to see that they stopped their show, so I decided to pick it up and I managed to find me a co-host. So here's the thing. Will and Keiko did their show a little drunk, and so we're going to do our show with a little junk. So I've got my junk food here, which isn't really junk food. It's rice and water, which, which is... Mwah, very fancy, as you can see. Um, I have my... What What did you bring me? These are honey-made uh, graham crackers. Delicious. They are good. Also, you must know I've seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan. Started watching it in about 2007 and for the most part watched it as it aired. I've seen the pilot episode and those we've done on the show. And a few scattered here and there in different seasons. So, if you're ready to start the show, Toby, take it away. Here's what happened. Okay, so this is Mr. Monk and the Big Reward, Season 4, Episode 13. So here's what happened. In the opening scene, we see the Macmillan Museum, where the Alexander Diamond, worth $20 million, is on display. After hours in the museum, we see two masked assailants steal the diamond after climbing out of an old drawer and smashing the diamond case with an antique weapon artifact. After the open, we see that Natalie and Monk join the quest to retrieve the diamond, which has a reward of $1 million, no questions asked. They embark on their hunt, but not before Monk gives the cleaning lady Gladys at the San Francisco Police Department some handy tips on how to clean underneath all the tables. Monk and Natalie begin the hunt for the diamond, while some interesting characters join in to tag along as well. While on their journey, they discover that a man has been murdered over the diamond, which makes the case a homicide, and now no info can be withheld from the police. Meanwhile, Lieutenant Disher has a woman named Jenny Mandeville continually coming into the station to confess to different crimes that are nonsensical, like killing her hamster and stealing a pen from a bank. It turns out there was a reason for this, as she was trying to get into different interrogation rooms at the station, because she was looking for the diamond as well. Monk discovers she's involved because the name Jenny Mandeville was on a plaque where the man was killed. When they confront her, she confesses that her boyfriend, who works at the museum, had called to say that he had left the diamond stuck to the bottom of an interrogation room table with a piece of gum. Ultimately, the cleaning lady Gladys finds the diamond under the table and receives the reward money thanks to Monk's handy cleaning tips. Okay. So that was Mr. Monk and the big reward. It was indeed. All right, Candace, what did you like about this episode? Okay, so all of the scenes where Monk is talking about money are pretty golden. Mm-hmm. We know he's a super cheapskate, but also it's it's really funny because he's uncomfortable of t- about talking about mm-hmm. money, right? Yeah. So not only is he cheap, but when he goes to ask for a raise... He doesn't want to do that. Uh Um, It just makes for a lot of great comedy, I feel like, in the episode. Just all the aspects about money. I liked the creepy mask. And I'll get into that more in my dislikes. Okay. (laughs) Because, spoiler alert, I have creepy mask as like and creepy mask as dislike because creepy mask. That's That's my... 
What uh, creepy mask reasoning. are you talking about? In the very beginning scene, I was like, ugh, creepy mask. And I was like, ooh, creepy mask. Are they assailants? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, they had like, and then like, it was like weird. Joker looking mask? Yeah. Okay. No, like, uh, theater, you know the theater, like, kind of like well known, like, two like happy, of happy dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Jester mm-hmm. looking things. Like creepy, like purge masks. Okay. But without all the red. Yeah, sometimes I don't quite see the whole thing because I'm trying to write the opening scene mm-hmm. for the synopsis. I'm trying to get it like done mm-hmm. before the theme song comes on, so that I'm always looking down. So I, I didn't see it, but but I got you. I got you. All right. So the first scene that I liked was the market scene at the very beginning, right, where Monk can't afford all of the stuff. It's like $42 for his yeah. groceries, and they have to start putting things back. Yes. He's very indecisive about what to put back. But my favorite part of that was when Natalie... Oh, because she slides the card and it's declined. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, Natalie's like, uh, "Do you, Mr. Monk, do you have any money in the bank? Oh, yes. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He just simply goes, no. And she's like, well, that might be the reason why the card is <laughs> declined. And she only has 30-something dollars. And he's like, really? You only have 30-something dollars? <laughs> It's like, okay, for one, your card just got declined, and you're the one that pays me. <laughs> and he's like, it was just payday. And she's like, oh, yeah, Mr. Monk, your paydays are starting to be theoretical at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Such a cheapskate. Oh. But but to be fair, they hadn't had a case in three weeks. Yeah. So that's why he'd appear. But. Yeah. I really like how, like, Monk is, he's too nice about money and getting a raise, and he's... It's super cute, and he's like, I don't want to, Natalie. And he, he's like, I'm okay with it. I don't need a raise. And Natalie's like, come on, Monk. I'm trying to get him, like, hyped up. And he's he, he's just scared. And I feel for yeah, him. Yeah, when he goes to the captain, and they're like, she's like, okay, come on, Mr. Monk, let's do it. And so Stottlemyre's, like, standing there. Mm-hmm. And then Monk's just like, okay, Natalie, go ahead. <laughs> and she's like, um. And he's like, if this is about money, we can't do it. We're on a hiring freeze. Oh, yeah. And she's like, but it's ridiculous. We haven't had a case in three weeks. How are we supposed to do this? And then Monk just keeps going like, it's okay. I don't need a raise. <laughs> and turning around. And then Natalie's like, come back. And he's like, all right, you're busy. All right, I'll come back later. It's, yeah, it was really cute. Uh, the humor in this episode is spot on. Like, every joke hits. And... This episode was absolute comedy gold. I loved it. Nice. It was amazing. Until the end. Ugh, the end. Do you hear a cat? No, that's the little brats outside that were yelling during the while we were watching it. Oh, yeah. Oh. There's kids playing hide-and-seek. They're literally having well, a fiesta not. outside. Yeah, there's No, a they were party. having a fiesta. Having a I mean, they were, no, they were, they were playing hide-and-seek because I almost, like, pointed at Like, oh, he's over there. I was oh. hoping they'd look up at me, but they <laughs> So the next thing that I liked actually was Randy was being a good cop in this episode. If you notice That's true. That he did he didn't do anything stupid. He wasn't the butt of the joke. It, you know, the mm-hmm. fact that he kept having to interview this woman who was confessing to weird random stuff, that was kind of, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. But he was actually a great cop. Like he goes into the interrogation room, he's like, All right, miss, here we go. Push a recorder, we're in interrogation two, whatever, talk, talk. And then it, those are his whole scenes that he's like being, he's being the smart one. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of funny because we never get to see him actually being a good cop. He's always the butt of the joke. 
So. Which he kind of was. But he wasn't the butt of the joke. He was the head of the joke. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, was. That's true. Like, was. That's where it's come, that comes from. Um, it's just so satisfying. The way Monk stacks his dishes. Yeah, it's like a little funny. pyramid that just like... I never oh, noticed perfect. that. It's perfect. I never would have thought he actually would stack things like that. That to me, that's a little mm-hmm. like messy. I figured that he would like take, take them eating. one at a time. Mm-hmm. That's but, what I was gonna say. Yeah, but, but it cool, looks though. so perfect, and I was like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because that fits in there. That fits in there. That. Fits in there. I'm sorry. I just love it so much. Oh, okay. So my next thing that I liked was Natalie's super into it. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you wrote this down, but she's like, a million dollars, a oh, yeah. million dollars. She does that, and then um, whenever they go... Ka-ching. Oh, yeah, she says ka-ching, you're right. Even Dr. Kroger says ka-ching, and he's like, yeah, she won't stop saying it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wrote down when they went to the... What was that? The monk? Like, it's not a monastery. It's because it's, they those guys weren't monks. They it were into, weird. like, taekwondo or... Something where they weren't talking, and I honestly never figured out what that place was. There was a lot of plot holes in that (laughs) I never figured out what that place was, but it was some type of Asian-inspired, like, karate thing or something. It was kind of like a monastery, but this guy's not talking to her. Well, he's just doing these, like, weird, like, swooping karate Mm -hmm. motions, like, all slow. And she starts saying, she's like, okay, we're, we're looking for somebody who's like five foot tall, who could fit inside a little cabinet, like, like a little scruncher, like, <laughs> sir, like a little scruncher, come on, scruncher. <laughs> and so that was my Natalie super into it. Yeah. With the, with the ka-ching and the little scruncher comment. She, she wanted that money bad. Okay. I had one more, but it says I have an addiction to faces, which I don't know what that means. Maybe it has to do with your creepy, no, creepy it's, mask? No, it's not the creepy asks. No. I know it's not. You have an addiction to faces? That just sounds creepy in general. Yeah. I don't know if it's me or if I put it in the wrong thing for quotes. But I'll say a quote instead to save this. Ready? Fine. I'll save Lincoln. When Monk is oh, talking in the grocery yes. store with Natalie, that, that whole scene is so good. When he's like, man, uh, his his coupon is is one day expired, right? And so he's talking about, oh man, I wish I had a time machine. And, and Natalie goes, you if you had a time machine, you'd go back and uh, and use your expired. use your expired coupon. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. She's like, you want to go back, you know, save Lincoln? He's like, fine, I'll save Lincoln. You always, uh, you're always like this. Is that what he says? So, oh, yeah, I, I should have wrote that down. You that always do this. Yeah, that was such a good scene. I I wrote a lot of quotes, and then I was like, this whole thing is quotable. All everything about this episode is quotable. That's funny because I have the my last thing is probably why I didn't write down as many quotes as I usually do, which is I feel like they could have made a movie like special out of this one you know sometimes they make like two-parters or they make like longer episodes like this could have been like mr monk and the big reward is like a movie one where like he actually might win you know the million dollars like maybe if they had maybe like lowered it because the thing is that most people don't win those types of rewards right yeah and the hero 
being a hero of the movie or the show, mm-hmm. they don't actually end up being a millionaire at the end. But maybe if yeah. the prize was like smaller, like $200,000 or $150,000 or something like that, Monk could win that. And he could make like a big movie special about it. I just felt like it was so suspenseful and they added such interesting characters that they could have like, it could have been something that was like stretched out. Yeah. And also Monk, like they he could have won the million dollars. What he says, something about policing, not about the money. With he's he's in his oh he's with Doctor Kroger, and he's like I think of it more as a like the priesthood, where they they don't do it for the money, and Kroger's like yeah, but priests still get paid, blah blah, blah yeah. right. But that kind of justifies that like he probably still would if he won the money. He'd probably still be a detective and helping people. Oh, which I was like a little bit of faith, but no. Because the writers of the show are evil. Okay, well, save it, save it. Calm down. Okay, do you have anything else that you did like? No. I I just have a bunch of quotes now. Okay. Uh, I also had the Mr. Monk. Uh, Do you have any money in the bank? Nope. Uh, (laughs) And I also had when Monk is talking with Gladys, or talking to Natalie about his relationship with Gladys, he's like, Oh, yeah, I used to talk with Gladys all the time and give her a bunch of tips. And then she yells, until the restraining order. (laughs) Oblivious Monk, he sees his relationships completely different than everyone else. So true. Uh, Do you have any, you don't have any quotes? Mm -mm. No quotes at all, so I'm just going off on a tangent. Okay, so the end scene, where they're all in the same room, and... When they're locked in that interrogation room? Yeah. Yeah. And Stottlemyre is like, Randy, book him. And Randy's like, Randy goes up to the super tall guy, Dirk. What's his name? I think his I name was Dirk. I don't know any of their names. And, and he goes, turn around. And the guy just looks at him. You're, oh, poor Randy. He's like, this, I don't, this ha- I don't have my handcuffs. Yeah. Ah, uh, Does he say that? Or, or does... I don't have my cuffs. Do you have your cuffs? Uh, no. They're in my office. Yeah. Um, okay, well. It's so awkward, because you're like, you're like, oh, go, Randy. And then he's like, oh, forgot my cuffs. Oh, because that guy's the one that locks them in there, because he breaks off the key in the door. Yeah. So he's like, all right, I'm a police officer. This is unlawful imprisonment. Randy, book him. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't have his handcuffs. That's funny. Uh, Candace. Mm-hmm. What did you dislike about this episode? Okay, so the first thing that I didn't like was the mooching detectives, right? So you've got, I call them detectives, but one was a bounty hunter, mm-hmm. one was an inspector from Scotland, and then what was the other guy? I call him the squirrely guy. I don't remember what he was. like a gadget was. guy? Gadget dude? Yeah, he had like the little listening device and the bug no, device. No, the guy at the beginning, the inspector was like, you're a private detective. I can tell by the numbers and by... The satellite. Oh, so he was a detective. Yeah, I think oh, that's okay. what it was. Okay. So then I'll just call them the Mooching Detectives. Okay, if they wanted the diamond so badly, why didn't they just find it on their own? They knew, like, they were completely mooching off of Monk. Yeah. Obviously, the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, were they just planning to do, like, ex- kind of what they did, but they didn't get to? Just, like, snake behind him and get the diamond? Like, how, no they sense. wouldn't have known how to get the diamond until Monk got it. And then when they, when he got it, what were they going to, like, beat him up? Like, oh, he has the diamond. We found it. Yeah. Beat him up. Take the diamond. Then take it to, like, whoever. 
know what I mean? Like, why would they say no questions asked? That kind of, like, ruins everything about, like, that means that it kind of does justify what you're saying. Because they can just just beat them up. Yeah. Well, but my thing is, like, Monk is so closely related to the detectives, like, the Mm -hmm. police department, so... Especially when he knew that it was in the interrogation office. Do these people not have cell phones? I'm sorry. I'm getting into plot holes, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting, like, deep into plot holes. I didn't have that stuff as plot holes. just called me. But this is just, like, I'm just digging into it a little bit deeper, I guess. Poor, literally poor Natalie. Yeah. I feel so bad for her in this episode. Yeah. And it's, like, Monk's kind of, like, why is she being so weird? When you're like, well, yeah, it's a million dollars, dude. Yeah. Because he kept saying, cha-ching, ka-ching. Why does she keep saying that? It's like, because you don't pay her, bro. For real. Yeah, I'm sad. Um, Okay, so that, I feel like that ties into mine, which hopefully you have this one on your list, but the taxi scene. Yes. They're, they are at the brink of winning a million dollars, and Monk cannot bring himself to get into the backseat of this taxi. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he can't, once Natalie pays him off with $72, he can't bring himself to get into the front seat of the taxi because the expiration thing is expired on the guy's car for one day. That was frustrating. You know, whenever they, whenever the hero doesn't end up with the money, you're like, oh man, but whenever it's their fault, that's disappointing. I put... In simpler words, monk dumb. <laughs> oh. And also taxi driver in bold letters. Because I hate the taxi driver yep. for being such a jerk. And I hate monk for being monk dumb. Yeah, it's just, it's so frustrating to watch. And you're like, oh yeah, monk's done it again. He figured out the thing. We're going to be rich, baby. And then it's like ruins it with one of his many phobias yeah. once again. Yeah, and as far as the taxi driver goes, like I feel like that is a rule that people don't sit in the front seat, but I also feel like I have seen if the taxi is full, like say you have four people that need yeah. to get in a taxi, that one person is allowed to sit in the front. So I don't feel like it's not unprecedented that people sit in the front it's of a taxi. It's weird that he'd be like, no. Yeah. Even for 50 bucks. Are people like, would they just be like, um, no, you cannot do that. I have a policy. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it might be, I feel like it is kind of a rule or etiquette. I just, I don't know. We don't have taxis where we live, but still it's. That's so petty. If so, okay. If somebody, it's also kind of like personal But if somebody pays you 50 bucks to sit in the front seat, then it's like. Okay, sure. Yeah. Like, what if you just said, I I get car sick. I can't sit in the back. Can I please sit in the front? I don't know. Yeah. But I guess the guy guy was scared, though. And the fact that Natalie is like, all right, give me my money. Let's go. Because they Mm -hmm. can't be there because Monk is like, that's against the law or whatever. The guy should have been like, oh, it is against the law. Here's your money back. (gasps) Ooh, that's good. Because... Like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. Here's your money. Not, you took my money off of a thing that, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good one. That's that's dumb. Okay. Well, we've gotten so many plot holes in our what we didn't like. All right. <laughs> I, I only had three what I didn't like. Okay. But it took up, like, the whole page. 
because this next one is very loaded. So I want you to go before I do that. Okay, one. so they're the mooching guys, right? Mm-hmm. And then they come up with a brilliant idea. Instead of following Monk, why don't we think like Monk? And you're like, thank you. No die. Yeah. That's what you should have been doing the whole time. And obviously the Scotland Yard guy was actually a fairly good detective. Yes. Because he was able to figure out which way Monk went. Yeah. And then he comes up with another clue too. So uh, when they're like trapped in the room or something like that. Oh, because Natalie keeps staring in the room. And he's like, it's in there, isn't it? He's very perceptive. Yeah. Obviously, he's a Scotland Yard, you know, detective, so I don't know. They should have thought like Monk sooner instead of piggybacking off yeah. him. And then one more thing that's kind of also related to that would be Monk did do a good job of lying to them, you know, mm-hmm. at the beginning. He kind of like li- gives them a, a fib and then oh, diverts yeah? them, which is funny and it's good. Yeah. But he still was really obnoxious about like having clues and yeah. yelling them out loud and stuff and then even he knew that guy was listening in on his therapy session and he still said i solved the case yeah in the therapy session he should have and then later he's like oh no i or he's like they're yelling down the street yeah they're literally yelling i solved the case natalie let's go and he's like i was listening on us i didn't solve the case natalie let's go Wait, no, I did solve the case, and the diamond is in the (laughs) The Philippines, Philippines. so we're going to have to get on a plane (laughs) and go. Let's go. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, be quiet, let's go. Come on. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to go on my big tangent. Okay. The whole thing is a joke. This episode sucks. I hate everything, everyone, and especially Gladys. That is loaded. I will admit that's very loaded. Oh, oh, all in caps, by the way. All in caps. It's, 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 I'm not even going to talk about it. That perfectly encapsulates, 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 it captures my hate for this episode. Because, okay, just go. I'm going to go. Just go. Okay, I put Gladys, not cool. Not cool. Monk would be annoying, but she is still so grumpy. Nobody looks under the tables. Why do I got to clean under the tables? It's like, Lainey, do you hear yourself? That's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. You're just admitting that you don't clean under the tables. There's obviously gum under there uh-huh. because somebody stuck gum with the diamond. Uh-huh. So do your job. And the one time she does, and I'm like, and clean the tables. Then she gets the reward. Then. You know, just check the tables for diamonds. Yeah. Is all I'm Let's saying. Let's check them right now. No. I don't Wait. Think. No. No. All right, I'm done. You're done? Mm-hmm. Okay, next. What's next on the show? He's, He's the, the guy. guy. All right, as usual on the show, I don't know anyone, so I, I don't say anything. This is Candace's uh, favorite Solo segment. Solo segment. All right, take it away, Candace. Okay, I only have one person. I recognized, I call him the squirrely guy. I didn't even look up what his name was on the show. I probably should have done that. I Um, probably could right now. I should. Can you just scroll it? Okay, yeah. Okay, so I know he was played by DJ Qualls. That's what his name is. I don't know if that's like DJ, like he's a DJ, or DJ as in his name's DJ. But his name is DJ Qualls. 
Mm-hmm. And on Monk, he plays... Rufus Computer Geek. Okay, so he's a computer geek. Okay. <laughs> so, I recognized him from a really old movie called New Guy, where this guy, like, he's a dork, and then uh-huh. he dresses up or changes, you know, his persona, and he goes to a different high school, and he's now cool, so he's the new guy, and everybody likes him. Uh-huh. So, yeah. It, it was it was it was back in the day. 2000-something. Ooh. So, yeah. That's all I have for He's the Guy. So. Oh. So, do you want to do a... Junk, junk break. break. Okay. Is it Let junk me... break or junk time? <laughs> I don't remember. We, were, we both looked at each other like, is that right? That's the right thing. We're saying that. Wait, because on my paper, on my paper, we have snack time. And <laughs> yours, we have junk, junk break. break. So, so not even. you guys have to vote <laughs> on our com- in our comments. Okay, so let me get a little crunchy crunch. I thought you asked me questions. I know, so I'm going to... Oh my god. Okay, so I'm gonna talk to them while you eat yours, and then and then you'll ask me questions while I eat mine. Right? I don't know. I'm just gonna ask you this question. Okay, guys. Isn't okay. it the worst how Candace is just that way? You know? Yeah, me too. Okay, well, what were you gonna say, Candace? Oh, well, now you have something you're wrong. Okay, see, this is what I'm talking about, everyone. She's so unprofessional, and. I'm so confused right now. You need to clean up your act, is all I'm saying, Candace. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so my first question would be, what would you do if you had a million dollars? Okay, what I would do with my million dollars, right? I'd first buy, I don't know, a submarine? No, I'd buy a house. Buy a house in Wisconsin. No, I'd buy Wisconsin. Not sure if you get off a million dollars, but... No, 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 no. I buy a portion of Wisconsin. Wait. So you'd buy some land in Wisconsin? Yes. All right, next question. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's that's all I would do with my million dollars. Okay, so (laughs) I had a million dollars. I'm a pretty frugal person, so I would probably... I would just, like plan out what I would do for the next few years like no oh, jo- yeah, like no job no nothing but like all right I can live off you know a hundred thousand dollars this year a hundred thousand dollars next year then use like the rest of my money to figure out how I'm gonna make more money with it because you know it takes money to make money mm-hmm. so you know but I'd coast for a little while off some winnings but oh, maybe for like a year right but then you got to yeah. do something uh-huh. so then you use the rest of the money to, you know. Yeah, that's true. You'd be you'd be like you're making a million within your plan. Yeah. Because that's how plan Was I I was gonna make like an adjective out of the word plan, but then that didn't work out. So planny. It's very planny. You're so planny. So planny of you. Okay, so my next one, did you notice the uh, retainer comment at the end when retainer mm -hmm, whenever Stottlemyre tells Monk and Natalie that Monk has now been put on retainer, so he's going to get 16 cases a year oh, yeah? for the next two years. Uh-huh. So, did you catch what that was referring to? No. It's referring to, I they got signed for another two years of Monk uh-huh. for 16 episodes for two seasons. And Monk says, well, what about after that? And he says, we'll see. Like, aww. Yeah, it was cute. I didn't, was that the last episode? That was, no, no, it wasn't. 
no. This is episode 13. But and it so, was probably at that time they did. They just got renewed for two more seasons. And so he's like, oh, good news. Aww. Okay, one more thing. We're going to do another social media update. So Wait, we'll- ready? Play the social media theme song. <laughs> That's it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. <laughs> so now I'm going to do a social media update. So we now have a Facebook page. Oh my gosh, look at us growing. Yeah, we are. Okay, so make sure you go like us on Facebook. Uh-huh. All right, even if you don't use your account, just go ahead and just log in. You know, find your old password, just hack in there. <laughs> go ahead and give us a like. And there are a few communities in there that actually are completely devoted and dedicated to Monk. So huh. our first shout out is going to go to the Monk TV show group. Okay? okay. We've also got the Adrian Monk group. We have the Adrian Monk Fan Club. Okay. We've got the Monk Heads. And okay, we've that's got interesting. Tony Shaloub himself. Club. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Is it like everything Tony Shaloub or is it everything Monk? Yeah, it's Tony Shaloub more so. So there's a lot of Tony Shaloub fans out there. Oh, so they have so a lot they have of stuff. like Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, so it'll update you on the stuff that he's doing now. Oh. Whereas Monk, you know, is was in the past. So all the all the Monk ones, they upload funny clips and funny catchphrases or sayings from you know lines from the episodes uh-huh. and stuff. So it's fun. You can just read them and laugh and like them and comment with other people on there. It's pretty fun. So um, yeah, join, so, you punks. Yeah, for sure. You little punks. All right, let's go to our next segment. We're on blogs. <laughs> Plot holes. Okay, what do you? Where were you? Some holes. Okay, so my first one would be. I know it's the premise of the show, but Monk is a world-renowned detective, and he's always broke. It's kind of weird. That's true. You would think that somebody somewhere would. I mean, because that's a lot of the episodes are like that, where someone's just hunting him down. Like Mr. Monk, I heard you're the best. Will you do X, Y, and Z for me? Mm-hmm. And sometimes he says no because, like, oh, I don't really do that kind of thing. But nobody's coming to him, or like, I guess maybe him and Natalie just don't really manage his money that well, or something. I don't know, cause he's he's the best detective in the world and he's broke. I don't know. That's my that first makes sense. Okay, this one's hard to explain, so I'd like to brief it up as in pants don't talk. Okay, pants do not talk because in one of the scenes, Natalie and Monk are running from the other three detectives, Mm -hmm. right? And the other three detectives are, like, right on their tail, right? And so they run up to this, this, uh, what, what, what are they? Where are they? What are they? Monastery. We'll call it a monastery. They run up to Monastery Dude, right? And they're like, hey, Monastery Dude, do you know where a scruncher is, right? And Monastery Dude does not talk, right? And so they run with... Or, yeah, they run with people on their tail, and the three people, the three detectives go to the monastery dude, and monastery dude finally cracks, and he's like, golly, he's in cabin 14. Because they pay him. They pay him. They bribe him. Yeah. Yeah. And at the same time, while that's happening, Monk and Natalie go to some, like... Clothesline. Clothesline with a bunch of pants on it, grab one pair of pants off, like, the sixth over there, and... 
look inside of it, and it says something... Like the guy's name. The guy's name, Cabin 14. And so they both get the same information from the monster dude and the pants. A pair of pants, yeah. Therefore, pants don't talk. So... Those could have been anyone's pants. Those could have been anyone's pants, any cabin, anywhere. But they choose those pants and go to cabin 14. Yep. Which they are right, but, but still. It doesn't make sense. That's why talk. it's a pothole. Pants don't talk. <laughs> yeah. That's yes. a good one. That was a very, like, that was a huge hole. That was a huge hole in the yeah. story. Yeah. Um, okay, my next one would be, do you say... All right, this is Lieutenant Disher. I'm in interrogation room A mm -hmm. with Jenny Mandeville. And then the next time say, this is Lieutenant Disher. Again. I'm in interrogation room B with Jenny Mandeville. So you they were they were trying to point out. Oh, yeah. They were trying to point out that they were in different interrogation rooms every time that she was in, there. Um, but do you say, I'm in interrogation room D? Which, unless they do. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I mean, obviously I'm not a police officer, so I don't know if they have to do that, but that seems like something, that seems like something you would, more like you would say, I'm a Lieutenant Disher, it's, you know, 5.44 p.m., I'm interrogating yeah. Jenny Mandeville, like, not, I'm in this room, mm -hmm. this specific room. I it's kind of weird. that help? But. Yeah. I, I see where you're coming from. Okay. A PSP is not... A stress analyzer. So, I don't know if anyone out there has a good old uh, PSP, but in one of the scenes, Geek Rufus yeah. is like, he's talking about Monastery Dude with everyone else there, and he's like, Monastery Dude gives them a tip, and he's like, don't worry guys, I have a stress analyzer. So I'll be able to tell if he's telling the truth. And he takes out a PSP. And I notice, hey, that's a PSP. Boom. Is that like a PlayStation Portable? Yeah, that's what it's called. Okay. Because it's like right in that drawer. Okay, so my last plot hole is they all run into Cabin 14 to go see this guy and ask him some questions. And he's sitting straight up in a yoga pose and he's dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can't sit up when you're dead. Your body falls over. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't. That's that's not accurate. Yeah. There's no way. That's true. You could probably sit someone up and lean them up against something. Yeah. But you can't sit straight up. Your muscles don't up, won't yeah. like contract. They would you just flop over. So inaccurate. And I didn't even think about that. That is so weird. Got him. Got him. Do you have any more plot holes? No. Okay. But there were a lot that I felt like I was just not going to write down. Yeah. Well, I feel like we hit a lot, too, in the what we didn't like. We kind of went for That's it true. there. Okay. <laughs> How crazy was Monk this episode? Cha-ching. Okay. Ooh. I want to like go, go first. All right. First, we're going to start off with some crazy moments. Okay. Monk does not want to be rich. He's obviously <laughs> broke, and he does not want to be rich. That is just crazy to me. He does not care about this million dollars. Monk, obviously, cleaning under the tables. Yes. Right? Maybe not necessarily such a crazy thing to clean under a table, but to be on the cleaning lady so hard about it, maybe a little crazy. In the scene, when they're all running, 
and oh my gosh, it came to me. Does anyone remember earlier in the episode when I was like, I have an addiction to faces, right? And we're all weirded out. I have an addiction to races. I, <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> We're all still confused, so please, okay, elaborate. Okay, okay, I have an addiction to races. I love movies where there's all, like, different protagonists, and you're all, like, you get to choose who you want to go for, and you just see everyone run, and they're all, like, fighting. And I also love tournament movies. Okay. Like, Monsters University. Like, they're so addicting, and it's like, oh, we made it to the next round. Oh, we made it to the next round. And you get to see, like, how their opponents are doing, and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And it's so much fun to watch them. Okay, now back to crazy moments. During the race, when they're all, when Monk goes from the therapist, they're all running because taxi driver, not because the taxi driver didn't let them in, right? And Monk and Natalie are running, and Monk goes... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 11, 12, 13, Whenever they're running mm. down the oh, stairs. Oh, wow, yeah. I'm like, That's really, a good catch. Monk? That's a really good catch. Really? It's like, <sighs> he also does touch a light post in the run, but I didn't bother writing that down. Because... Well, that's a crazy moment. I put whenever they're in the race and he won't get into the taxi. Mm-hmm. Also, whenever they're at the monastery and he fixes that sign. That's pointing, there's a bunch of arrows pointing to oh, the yeah. ways, and he makes them all straight. Which I actually thought they would, like, follow the wrong sign, but... That would have been better. That would have been better. But he fixes those. Do you have anything else? Mm-mm. Okay. So, as it relates to Gladys, again, he's harassing her, but he leaves her post-it notes. Uh-huh. Right? We also find out that he had a restraining order uh-huh. against him, right? And then my last thing is, when they're locked in that little interrogation room... Mm-hmm. The air breathing, where he's like, okay, so here's the thing. Oh, yeah. You, you, and you are all breathing my air. Like, <laughs> what about us? No, see, they're they're facing the other way, so they're actually breathing your air, and then you're breathing their air, <laughs> but if you two just step back, and Sotomayor's like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> so that's, that's my last crazy moment. Okay, so out of ten, Gladys... Monk sticky notes. What would you rate this episode? I put Gladys sponges. Dang it. So. Mine's better. I like Gladys Monk sticky notes. I would just call them Gladys sticky notes. They're for her. I like Gladys sticky notes. Okay. Out of 10 Gladys sticky notes, what would you rate this episode? I would say five Gladys sticky notes. Wow. I would say four Gladys sticky notes. Okay. Because, and still, you put like six more than me, and we, you're just only one more. I had two. You had six. Okay. I, you have five. Here's my little, here's my short explanation. I, I met in the middle, right, between like zero and ten, right in the middle, because he didn't have a lot of crazy moments. Like, half of mine are about him wanting her to clean under the table. Uh So it's like, he didn't have a lot of crazy moments. However, his other crazy moments led to him not winning a million dollars. So, there you go. That's true. Rate this episode. Okay. 
what would you rate this episode? Okay, you know my monkified scale. No monk episode deserves lower than a 10. So my scale starts at 10 and the perfect is two 10s. So, do you want to say what your number is first, or you want me to go for it? I rated this episode a 10.7. Really? Yeah. Uh, It's a 7 out of 10, by the way. Thank you. 2 out of 10. Yikes. That's the lowest I've ever given an episode. I gave it a 2 out of 10 in my frustration, because Gladys sucks. And usually in shows with with this type of reward, not going to the the uh, obvious protagonist of the show, they usually give it to the fun, goofy person that's like, aw, yay, at least it's going to them. But no, they give it to mean, old, grumpy, stinky, smelly, uncleaning, bad, janitorial, flipping So I gave it a 2 out of 10, because Gladys sucks, and this episode sucks, and this whole thing is a joke, this episode sucks, I hate everything, everyone, and especially Gladys. Alright, so I rated this episode a 10.7, so I may have said this before, but I'm not the biggest fan of, like, gold treasure hunt episodes, or, like, movies and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. but again, I still think it's a good episode, um, I never expect the hero in the episodes to win the money, but I do understand what you're saying, how they usually give it to somebody that you don't yeah. mind getting it, and Gladys was not that person, yeah. so I get that. I am happy, however, that one of the moochers didn't get it, because that would have been messed up. Yeah. Um, it would have been better if the goofy lady who was, like, all sad about doing nothing, and if she wasn't actually lying about everything and just trying to get that diamond... She went in there and she got it for herself. Yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah, and I would have, I would have been like, haha, that's funny. Yeah, not. This whole thing is a joke. This episode sucks. I have everything, everyone, and and especially Gladys. So, anyways, nevertheless, it was still suspenseful and fun. So I give it kudos for that. <sighs> so you Dunsky Bunsky, I'm Dunsky Bunsky. All right, so I think we're going to go ahead and cut it off because guess where we're going? And Help. I mean we, because I got invited gets to, to go, go to Cotillion. Wait, ready? This is the Cotillion song, everyone. Oh, my gosh. Cotillion song. Oh, not bad. Cotillion. Welcome to Cotillion. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Okay, so yeah, I get to go uh, be Noah's date. I'm excited. What, what? Noah's so pleased. So excited. (laughs) Okay, so for real though, we're going to go. Because we got to go get dressed. All fancy like. So Uh, we'll see you next time. I'm your host. Wait. We just say bye. Oh, wait. Okay, so then bye. I'm Noah. Bye. 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 Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Junk Bunk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube.
If you want to know more about Candace, she's at Hardens and Hardhats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L, too bad. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video and, of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.